Hello and welcome to another session of our Personal Finances for Self-Reliance podcast with Imogen, Julia and I guess myself, Francis. <laughs> um, last week we spoke about what, Imogen? We spoke about sticking to a budget, which was part two of our creating a budget. And this week we're speaking about what, Julia? Protecting your family from hardship. Well done. All right, let's get into it. Hi. So, <laughs> so chapter six is protecting your family from hardship. But last week we were all about budgeting. So how did you um, how did you feel you went with your budgeting last week, Julia? Oh yeah, no, fine. <laughs> right. And you did it. What system did you choose? I do digital. Okay. And uh, how was this received by Rob? Uh, <laughs> Rob likes as little to do with as possible with the budget. <laughs> Does he? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No. He, he um, yeah. You just tell him what he can spend. Yeah, he That's just all. doesn't want to know. <laughs> I tell him, I do talk to him about it though. Yeah. I counsel with him, but he still just really yeah. doesn't want to know. No, well, it must be a thing, eh? <laughs> yeah. I have a question though. If What if you put your money in an envelope? But So I've got kind of some money tucked away, so actual cash. In an envelope. You know, okay. yeah, in an envelope. Which so you should have. Should yeah. have some cash on hand. Are yeah. You supposed to? Oh. Yeah. I didn't know. So it was good. It's, and I forgot it was there. So it's kind of nice to know that you've got something there if you need to, but then you just go off and live your life, right? And that's yeah. Kind of it's a nice surprise when you find it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I do know it's there, but I guess I'm not thinking yeah. about it. So yeah. it's just kind of nice to go, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, we've got that. We'll just use that. Fun you know. story. My daughter served a mission in Utah. And uh, before she left, we said to her, just keep some cash, hide some cash on you somewhere, wherever you are so that you can, uh, you know, have it for emergency. She had these boots that she was given um, because, you know, going into the cold of winter and things like that that we don't, oops, sorry, that we don't experience here in Western Australia. So she used to hide her money in the boots. And at one stage she said, oh, I haven't worn the boots. I'm thinking of giving them away. We're like, take the money out. <laughs> take the money out. Don't forget you put money in those boots. <laughs> Do you know, we yeah. had this huge, massive old school retro couch. It was the square one and the, the base lift up and you can stick stuff in. Mm. My my father-in-law was quite a prolific artist and yes. the last piece of art he sold for $100,000. Wow. So anyway, I sold the couch oh. online for $1, <gasps> right? And so they were about to pick it up and my husband happened to pull up at the same time. Oh, yeah, I'm getting rid of the couch around the way. Wait! And he runs to the couch and he flicks up the bases that I didn't realise you could. And there's about eight to ten of his pieces of <gasps> artwork in the base. It's oh. like, oh, lucky oh. you came home. Oh, yes. So just be remember, if you do have little stashes, caches, yeah, so that's one original piece of artwork that we wow. have. Wow. But, yeah, he used to do huge, massive panels. But yeah, his artwork is kind of – the whole family kind of had stashes of it. Because well, yeah. it was their original couch and we just took it when we first got married. Yeah. Thinking, oh, yeah, this will do. This is cool. It's chunky. And then – wait. And yeah. he pulled it out. And I didn't even realise the bases flicked up and they did and there's stuff in there. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just <laughs> sold the couch for a dollar. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah. Remember where you put it. Okay. Yes. Very good, very important. <laughs> so today, um, our My Foundation principle, we're going to be talking about using time wisely and then our 
um, financial principles and skills under protecting your family from hardship. We're going to be talking about protect your family from hardship, build one month emergency fund and acquire adequate insurance. So looking at the My Foundation principle now, so we know that um, time is different for us than it, than it is for the Lord. Um, so the question it asks us straight up is why is time one of God's greatest gifts? And um, when you're thinking about the time that you spend with your loved ones, how can you put a price on that? <laughs> you can't. It's or just time when time's up. Yeah. No, yeah. Now then what? You know, when, yeah. when it's at your doorstep, what can you do? Mm. It's too late then. Yeah. So, time yeah, is time precious. is very precious. And um, with time comes another gift, agency. <laughs> and um, I guess what we're talking about today is how we can wisely use our time. And there's an activity that we do um, and there's five steps in that activity. So the first step in it is listing the tasks that we have to do. And the second step is praying about the tasks the third is setting priorities. And then fourth is setting goals and acting. And five is reporting back to our Father in Heaven. Um, I've done this activity in the past, actually, and I've found it really rewarding. It certainly does make you think about where you put your priorities. Um, so I would encourage you to do this activity. Um, it's a daily one that you do each day. And if you do it for, say, a week or um, that type of thing, that will actually set you instead for making good choices from, um, from then on. So reporting back to our Father in Heaven each night actually makes us rethink where our priorities are the next day, which is also very important. Um, there's a quote here from Brigham Young. Time is all capital stock there is on earth. If properly used, sorry, if properly used, it brings that which will add to your comfort, convenience and satisfaction. Let us consider this and no, long, no longer sit with hands folded wasting time. He was always a man of very direct words, Brigham Young. Right, let's go over to page 92 now where, or on your device if you're using a device. Um, into our second room. Protect your family from hardship. So, Francis, yes. why is this our second room after paying tithes and offerings? I guess it's the purpose of life is to not only have families but be in a position to not only take care of yourself in terms of self-reliance, but to take care of those around you. I think it's very empowering to be in a position to take care of others. And um, it's also a very good way to have a sense of security and safety. Yeah. If you have the resources and the capacity to take care of yourself and others. Yes. And, and um, we know that's the principle of self-reliance, is that we first... Um, get ourselves in order and then we look to help others get themselves in order. Mm. So it's a founding principle of self-reliance. Um, let's listen to a um, message from 
our friend Sean Joseph about building the one month emergency fund. Great. So for myself, each week, uh, me and my wife, as we as we save, we we put money into a an emergency fund or a backup fund, um, and we do that. We as before we got married, we discussed um, how much we we want to to save as a as an emergency fund. We spoke about um, in times of um, uncertainty, if you know one of us was to lose a job or um, got sick or um, something would pop up, we wanted to be in a position where we could live by paying our expenses, regular expenses, rent and, and bills, that we could do that for a certain number of months uh, to allow us to have time to uh, find a job or, um, you know, better our position, study, um, continue our studies uh, and not be uh, financially strained. Um, and so having it Having an emergency fund really helps to take care of any short-term um, mishaps. Now, just an example of this, about six months into our marriage, six months ago now, um, we had a refrigerator. And a Friday night, the, the refrigerator door fell off the hinges. Uh, and the next day, I was calling around um, different um, places to to inquire how to get the refrigerator door fixed. And the piece that was needed to re be replaced was very expensive to the point that people uh, were telling us that we were better off buying another fridge rather than getting the door replaced uh, just because of the cost. And so because we had that emergency fund, we were able to, to go that same day, that Saturday, uh, to go and, and purchase and replace our fridge. Now, that didn't cause us any um, hindrance in our financial. We weren't thinking, oh, where are we going to pay the next bill because we've got to use this. We purposely had a, a emergency fund for things like this. And we've discussed other, issues, discussed other uh, scenarios. Maybe, uh, for instance, Stephanie's family is in New South Wales. And so if she had to fly for there for any reason, then we had the fund, we've got the funds there so she can do that. Um, I think and I feel that, you know, as you have emergency funds for the short term and we continue to, to build upon that as part of our budgeting, you know, it enables us to be financially free and, and stress-free as well. Uh, reduce our stress, rather, as we come close or when these unexpected things happen. Um, and so, you know, listening to news reports and, and through my studies, in Australia, most families don't have a week's worth of income. Um, like if they were to lose their jobs in a week's time, they would be in a difficult financial um, position. Um, having a so that was fantastic uh, example there, Sean. Well done. Um, one of the things that I didn't um, play for you at the start of uh, Sean's little chat, he was telling us um, that... There are certain things that large debts such as um, home and um, that, are, uh, that are important in your life but 
building the emergency fund um, will always benefit you uh, with those other large debts as well so you're not having to compromise on any of your other large debts that you might have. Um, so we're now going to talk about acquiring adequate insurance. So there's lots of examples of insurance and um, we know what insurance means. A good source of protection against possible hardship is insurance. This is from the manual. Insurance is an arrangement in which or an organisation typically as an insurance agency guarantees to compensate an individual for specific hardship in exchange for a fixed payment. And I really like the quote from Elder Tanner where he talks about nothing seems so certain as the unexpected in our lives. So we can always rely on something unexpected coming up. Always. Yes, always. So um, we were just discussing off air actually a little bit about insurance and the way um, insurance works. And uh, one of the things that we can possibly use for, uh, get insurance for is uh, ancillary insurance for things like dental work. So yeah, um, two different situations in my household in mission preparation. So my son went to the dentist and had x-rays to look at where his wisdom teeth are at and they were miles away. Dentist said, no, nah, you're fine. You don't need anything right now. All good. We, w we won't do anything for you. Your wisdom teeth aren't, aren't coming real soon. And then uh, my daughter went to the dentist in her mission preparation and what do you know? For years she'd been complaining to us and we were just like, oh, it's just your teeth, you'll be right. Mm -hmm. Anyway, wisdom teeth all out and they were sideways. <laughs> Poor girl was having pain for a long time, <laughs> which we, <laughs> we, we just brushed off. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> so different situations. So hers was uh, fully removed her wisdom teeth were fully removed prior to her serving a mission so um, that's an expense that you've got to um, look at in preparation for your children serving missions and ancillary cover sometimes do specials where they'll waive the time frame in preparation for the um, surgery so if you if you have um, uh, look online at the different service providers for medical insurance and look at um, how long the time uh, frame is for prior to you um, accessing the ancillary benefit, um, yeah, you might get one that will have a special on where they waive the, the time frame and you can have instant um, benefit from the insurance. We're really lucky here in Australia, though, that our health care is free. Emergency health care is free. Yes. Even dental emergency. Yes. Um, so, and we have Centrelink, so yes. we can go see the doctors for essentially nothing, which yes. is, you know. Um, it's, it is an amazing system we have. My husband had, um, had chemotherapy and whilst he was in, yeah, same, same hospital as everyone who goes for private chemo as well. Oh, wow. So he was in the waiting room chatting to another chemotherapy patient and uh, he said to him, oh, I've, I'm on private funds. This, I, got, I saw a bill recently as to how much I'm paying for this, you know, how much my insurance company is paying for this, I should say. And uh, David said, oh, I'm, I'm on Medicare. I'm just getting this all on Medicare. And it was quite astronomical, really? <laughs> the amount that, they, that his insurance fund were paying for his chemotherapy. Same doctor. 
Wow. Same treatment. Wow. So we are very blessed in Australia with our Medicare health system. Oh, and also like through work too, you can get subsidised insurances. So Yes, you can. Um, just be aware of that and ambulance cover. One of our residents called an ambulance because mm-hmm. she had stress. $950 for the ride. Oh. I was like, I would have taken you for half the price. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you don't realise that. Yeah. When you call an ambulance, you, you're footing a $1,000 bill, really. Mm-hmm. So, um, and yeah. I see that there's four different types of insurances that you can have that they suggest, right, or the most yep. common. So do you want to discuss those, Julia? The four different types of insurance? Oh, okay, so yeah. you've got... Um, Property insurance, okay, which is um, contents only if you're renting and if you own your home, you would have, it's better to insure your property and your contents. Uh, You've got health insurance, that's up to you. You can get um, health insurance, you can get uh, hospital and auxiliaries or if you want, as Imogen was saying, you can just get the auxiliaries which can cover you for glasses, um, mm. seeing glasses and dental, um, physio, things like that. Mm-hmm. Life insurance, uh, if you're working and you're getting um, superannuation, usually you have life, in life insurance in that. Mm-hmm. Some people do take out an extra life insurance and disability insurance as well. Um, that is, uh, like, if you're injured, you broke, break your leg or something and you're off work for quite a while, so a few months. But for these insurances, definitely read the small print. Yes. Uh, because sometimes you can't access that insurance for about three months. Yes. So um, for those insurances, make sure that you do read the I Just talk to people at print. church and kind of say... Who are you with and how yes. do you like them and stuff like that? Yeah, getting information yeah. is really important yeah. when you're Word of mouth is good. shopping yep. around for insurance. And if you don't have any savings, I would suggest that life insurance is really good because especially I do mine through Woolworths, I think, and I pay 25 I think, I do know that, and mm. I go, I pay $25 a fortnight and that's for $500,000 cover. Mm. Now, I can't pay $25 a fortnight and save $500,000 no. in 30 years. You know what I mean? That is so good. That, that's yeah. amazing, right? That so is very good. If you don't have any, you're trying to think, well, what can I give my kids if we don't have a house and stuff? 25 bucks a week is nothing mm. for your life insurance. Yeah, Just that's make right. sure, you know. Yeah. You know. And when you get to a point too, like I know with my husband took out life insurance as a 19-year-old when he um, was single. And um, his brother-in-law was an insurance broker, so he said, oh, this is a good one, go with this one, and he did. And it got to the point where he had paid in at that stage, uh, probably after two, three years, he'd paid in a certain amount that the interest that it was getting from his payments that he'd previously made was covering the monthly premium. So he no longer had to pay that monthly premium anymore. It was just rolling over, coming out of the insurance that, uh, sorry, the interest that he had gotten. So now he still has that insurance. It's still active, but we don't pay because the insurance, uh, sorry, the interest, I keep saying interest, the interest 
is covering that monthly payment now. What a massive blessing. It is. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, and it was all because as a 19-year-old he had money there that he could use because he was earning money that he could use um, and it was benefiting him and now it's benefited us for the rest of our lives. That's awesome. Yeah. See, that's awesome. Those are the mm. kind of conversations you should have at the high school, I reckon. Yes, yes there's a lot. definitely. There's a lot to be... Um, talked about in insurance there's a there's a discussion here on page 97 where it talks about premium and deductible so um, Americans call excess deductible so you need to um, look at what your excess is and worst case scenario best case scenario excess so that's something also you need to discuss with your insurance um, people so if you're looking at property insurance um, what kind of excess that you're expecting to pay? Um, if it's, I know with with our own property, if it was um, under, I think our excess sits at three hundred dollars or a similar could okay. be five hundred. But it means that if it's something little like um, windscreen, yeah, or a window, we wouldn't go in and say, look, we're going to use our excess. Uh, we're going to use our insurance and pay the three hundred or five hundred dollars excess because the window probably only cost one hundred and eighty dollars to replace. Mm. So we just we just do it. Yeah. So, but it's there for the big things that may happen: the roof flying off, or the fence falling down, or, or hail. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So that's really important to look at your excess as well and factor in your excess into the cost of any repairs that you might have or any work that you might have done. Same with health insurance. There's always an excess there as well. So you need to factor that in too and um, make sure that the plan works for you. And your insurance providers will try to give you the best plan that they can, but it is still important that you shop around Mm. because um, there's there's so so many providers out there that can help. There's an excess. So an excess is basically the amount that you'll pay to... Um, cover the debt. Yeah, to cover the debt. Mm. Oh, it's only a small amount. Depending on your premiums or your monthly payments, yep. yes. the higher the excess, the lower the yes. premium. Yes. But then the higher the premium, the lower the excess. So you yes. have to decide whether you want to pay Which now or you pay later. Yes. Yeah. yes. So sometimes your excess can be as big as $1,000, but that's normally for car insurance, and that's because yep. when you have an accident, you're going to be paying more than a grand. Yes. Yeah, and it depends the age of the children too. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. true If they're too. under 26 yeah. and yes. Yes. as that's it goes true. down, it gets higher and higher and yes, higher. Yes, that's true. So it's a little bit more yep. technical, this information, so it might be worth just sitting down and reading the manual really. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, there's loads of scenarios in the manual that you can go through and um, work out with the calculator if or if you're really good with your mental maths. That's really good. Um, there's some... Questions on considering out other benefits on page 100. So what services or events are covered? What are the types of limits of the coverage? What is the reputation of the insurance provider? Are there discounts you might qualify for? How likely is it that you would pay close to the uh, only the minimum out-of-pocket expenses? How likely is it that you would have to pay the maximum out-of-pocket expenses? So those are really important questions to look into when you're considering benefits, uh, sorry, insurance benefits. 
and um, some of the reasons that you might insure um, yourself or um, your your uh, car, property, whichever. Um, we were talking about pet insurance. You know, this is a big thing that's come up recently. Um, veterinary hospitals, very expensive. So if you're thinking about buying that $3,000 Dalmatian, just consider the pet insurance that you'll need because that is going to factor into whether or not you buy the $3,000 Dalmatian or the um, $25 mixed breed from the pound. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you want to um, give the best to your animal as well. You want them to um, have a long and healthy life. Um, and it's relevant too because the chapter is about protecting your family from hardship and the connection yes. you make with your pets. And is then it becomes they can become your family. Absolutely, your pet, yeah. Your pet yeah. is part of your family, so and yeah. Um, yeah, vet bills are not like they used to be. Vet bills can be huge. Yes. So and you cannot give your animal Panadol, right? Just no, you can't. Okay. <laughs> Even if you think you can, do not do it. <laughs> But, uh, you know, this is all part of insurance and yeah. um, the peace that you get from ha knowing that it's there. And yes. in the event that anything should happen, like I said at the beginning, there's no such thing like a, um, what is it, a sure thing. Yes. Like yeah. yeah. What was like that quote? I'll find it. Yeah. yeah. Which is really good, you know. It's like yeah. things will pop up. Nothing seems so right. certain as the unexpected Correct. in our lives. Correct. So right. you insure yourself. Yep. against those things by even though it may seem like it's a hefty cost then yep. negotiate find another way That's you can right. get discounts if you get more than one um, insurance yes, policy yes you do yep, yep. Um, definitely shop around tell them that you're shopping around and yes they want to keep you yep and talk to other people That's but right. it's not a lot when you compare to the sense of security that you have and there's a lot of really good financial advisors out there who will give you the right advice for insurance. Sorry about that background noise. We don't have a studio here. <laughs> okay, so this is something you're going to discuss in your family council. Um, so once again, it's all about what you learn, sharing it with your family and helping them make good decisions. Um, our daughter is looking at going back to BYU Hawaii and this is something we've discussed now is how um, this is going to affect if she was to get COVID in a situation or whatever, um, what the insurance would cover and how we can make sure that all of that is going to be safe. Recently we had a friend who um, is here from another country and she has to use her parents. She didn't have uh, uh, adequate travel insurance. She's here um, temporarily. And so she's now using her parents' insurance in Australia to be able to get the medical help she needs. So you have to consider all of these things um, when you're looking at travel, looking at buying a car, looking at buying a house, looking at all of the different scenarios in your lives and um, be prayerful and discuss it as a family, definitely. Yeah. Um, the... Last scripture in this chapter is from Proverbs twenty four twenty seven. Prepare thy work without, and make it fit for thyself in the field, and afterwards build thine house. Very direct, bit of a 
Brigham Young scripture, that one. Um, The commitments we're making this week, I will practice and share this week's My Foundation Principle, which is all about time, how we're spending our time. So we're going to do our little write-up every day. We're going to review and list our tasks. We're going to pray. We're going to set our priorities. We're going to set our goals and act. And then we're going to report back at the end of the day to our Heavenly Father about how we feel the day went. Um, We will begin building our one-month emergency fund and research applicable insurance options this week. And we're going to discuss all of this information that we have learnt with our family and a family council. And we're going to contact someone who is our support person who we have um, been discussing all of these uh, financial, personal finances with so that we can um, share our knowledge and so that we can have good discussion. Thank you. Have a good week, everyone, out there. Any last thoughts, Julia? Just keep on going with the budget. It will take time. It's not something that is going to be done in just one week. But hang in there.